0: Welcome to the FCCI Pathway to Purpose podcast. As a Christian business leader, how do you integrate your faith with business? And how do you leverage the platform of business to draw others closer to Christ? FCCI has been helping Christian business leaders on this journey since 1977. And we pray that the content you find here will serve you well in that endeavor. You can find additional resources and opportunities to engage with other Christian business leaders at FCCI.org. And now, enjoy the podcast. Sunday is God's day;
1: Saturday is uh, my day, and this is the thing we're talking about at FCC. Literally, this is my work in a company. However, you want to draw your your own charts of how your personnel are divided, depending upon how big a company you have. It's something like that with other kind of people or less people. You are supposedly unique in that uh, you are the top, or if you turn it upside down, you're the pivot and switch it this way, However, you want to draw it or do it sideways. I mean, any way you want, you are supposedly the fulcrum, which means you're, you have some unique challenges. You have more to do with what they do than anybody else. And we're saying, is what you're saying, that my problem as a CEO from Monday to Friday As this person over this group from God's point of view this person who is a Christian Monday to Friday running these people and doing business these are the biggies is that what you're saying I want you to vote on one of those as what you think is the biggest problem you only can vote once I want to see where we are in this room. Lack of love for others. The person who voted up there. (laughs) Lack of obedience. Two votes. Lack of trust. It's going to be interesting where we go with that one. Seven. Purpose of work. Whoa. Pride. Dedication. Uh, to the company lust no gospel covetousness well that's pretty obvious isn't it at the purpose of work is the most critical problem we have and I think you're absolutely right I'm glad to see that we agree That is the purpose. If you could put in a single sentence, if we were to take 100 CEOs, chief operating officers, the bosses of secular companies, and ask them in one sentence to define your purpose in business, what would the majority of them answer it with? To make a profit. To make what kind of profit? How would they say it? Maximum. That's right. They would say maximum return on my investment. We call that problem. What's your purpose? Uh, let's not get spiritual now. <laughs> We're not in church. We're all a bunch of business people together. If, if, uh, let's just be a little bit more nitty-gritty. Let's say that, uh, that you became this big. And you sat on the guy's shoulder last week, Monday to Friday, and watched everything they did in their company, okay? And you tabulated it together. How many minutes they did this and this and this, how passionate they got about this, 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 and this, when they got excited, when they got mad, who they got mad at, why they got mad, why they got excited, what they daydreamed about, the conversation with the door shut, okay? Okay? What would be the purpose, since you don't know the guy next to you, what would be the answer to the question, what's his purpose? Maximizing profit. Is that true or false? Is that true or false? How many of you think that if we were to look at it from the external, that is, that's all we had, we couldn't get your comments on Sunday morning Sunday school, Okay. And we didn't listen to you pray in front of your kids. We just watched you from Monday to Friday on the 60 hours you work. And we tabulated together and we said, as James says, don't give me your talk. Show me what you do and I'll tell you what you believe. Actions, we erased it. But behavior always reflects belief. So rather than asking your belief, because you're all going to say the nice thing, that is for the glory of God let's go back to your your behavior because your behavior is the only real test isn't it I could say to you be ethical but if you sat on my lap and saw me keep that receipt you'd say hey that's smoke so if we all sat on each other's shoulder this past week what would we come up to grips with how many of you think it'd be profit how many of you would not think it's profit That is for this group of Christian people, not for you, for the whole group. How many think it wouldn't be true for the, you know, basically one person, two people? So basically what we're saying is that on the whole, the purpose of business who's owned by a believer from behavioral point of view and the purpose of business from people who are not a believer are identical. I think that that is an astute and proper observation. was just recently with a very large publisher, well over $100 million in sales. One of the books that they put out is a very, very good seller. The person who is the writer of the book and the subject of the book is a well-known person. This well-known person has completely gone off the deep end. I said to the publisher, what are you going to do? with the book. What was intention? What was in conflict at that moment? Money against integrity. I like that word, don't you? You ever look at what that word integrity means? It comes from the word in- integral. It, when, when you write the number one, that's where the word integrity started. One and where it gets its idea is that you, ma'am, who, who ha- if you have integrity, it means you are one person in every circumstance. That is, who you appear to us to be as a gentle, a sincere woman who uh, walks with God, that when you're alone and the taxicabs in your life, you say, no, thank you. That is, you have integrity. Integrity means that when you bring your stuff to market, you don't put the bad side of the apple at the bottom of the carton. Integrity means when you bring your cattle to market, the week before you do not start putting salt in the grain so they drink an extra 12 pounds of water. Integrity means on the phone you say, and if this does not work out to your pleasure, we'll work it out to your satisfaction. After the deal has been signed, after it has been signed. Integrity. Why do you think, gang, we struggle identical to the non-believer and that subject? Why do we struggle there? Why is that? You and I just come to the conclusion that the thing we wrestle the most with in our business is purpose of work. The second thing that we've said is that we, as a group of believing men and women, some of us Christians for a long time, find our purpose of work from our actions to be identical to a totally non-believing community. That is, to make a profit. Why do you think that's our number one problem? Why? Is there anything a matter with profit, by the way? None at all, right? Does God like profit? Right, the parable of the servants who buried his talents. Okay. His I'm not giving you my opinion. I'm just asking questions. It's interesting the emotion that rises. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I notice the older I get, the less black and white things become. You know, I, I know certain things are black and white. Don't take the receipt, Wilkinson. That's cheating. That's easy. But I find as the older I get, the grayer some things become. Not the absolutes of Scripture, but some things. And I've noticed that uh, Christ loves to turn the light on so there's no more gray. Sometimes he turns the light on entirely too bright for me, and I I basically rationalize what he had to say. I want to read a verse that I've rationalized and continue to rationalize to this moment. It is a passage which I think explains the reason why each one of us struggle uh, with that question. No man can serve two masters. I don't believe that. I believe you can acceptably get along with them. Do you sometimes think that? I do. Try hard. I try awfully hard. And, uh, you know, I carry my Bible. (coughs) No. (laughs) Is that acceptable will and not perfect will? Oh! Then he gives me something that sheds more light on than I would prefer. And this this continues to convict me. This morning at 745, I was sharing with a close friend. We were wrestling with this very verse for the hundredth time. Maybe one of these days I'll start obeying it. For either... Now, see, when you do that, you're getting out of the grays, aren't you? You're saying it's either this or this, and I want to say, no, 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 no. It's somewhere in the middle here. Let's not get overboard. For either he will hate the one and love the other. Now, see... That's absolute, isn't it? I would say it this way in my own translation. Uh, You have to be careful how you handle money in your life. (laughs) And don't get carried away uh, with being covetousness. How would you state it? That's how you might state it too. At the end of the last of that verse comes up and says... Or else, that is observation number one, observation number two. Or else, uh, he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. This is a classic passage. This is the fact. This is the proof or illustration. And then it goes and gives you a closing sentence. You cannot serve God and money. Just in case you might not know, the word mammon is the Aramaic word for money. Don't ever confuse it again. It's money. It's not mammon. It's money. It helped buy a Big Mac about two hours ago. And much to my wife's chagrin, an apple pie. (laughs) This then ends with the fact as a conclusion Ladies and gentlemen, that is the biggest problem we have. And until you and I come to grips with Christ's way, we might chop off our branches, but the root will grow them again. Now, you might remember that we talked about the fact of this continuum once you become a Christian, from being a baby to being very mature. This you cannot do as a baby believer. You grow into it. These are the things that give us satisfaction, gang. It is the house, it is the car, it is the position, it is the clothes, it is the money in the bank. It's all those things that are anti-God. We in a Christian community have basically said (laughs) together this isn't literal. Right? He's not really meaning what he says. Right? True or false? Right. Here's, Here's the community word we have developed together to help sin. It's all attitude. <laughs> the only problem is that's not what he said. See, attitudes come out in behavior. I don't have one attitude that you won't eventually see in my life. You don't have one attitude in your life that someday won't poke out. And you're not going to see in yourself any behavior that's not sourced any belief in you. Our true problem, and I I congratulate you together, to be able to identify what I believe is the number one problem today, is the purpose of work. We have assumed the same purpose of work as our communities around us, and that is to make maximum profit as the goal of work. As a non-believer, that is to be the purpose of work from the position of being a believer, there is a whole other way. Which one are you loyal to? And which one do you despise? You can't serve to. It's interesting in the Greek that the word masters <laughs> is the same word lord you can't serve two lords this goes back to another commandment this person's father gave us what was the commandment yes shall have no other gods before me no other you can't serve you can't serve two masters ladies and gentlemen the other master is not our company the other master is not our desire for our company to grow the other master is not to be innovative the other master is not to help our people grow they're none of those lines we give to one another the other master is the direct contradiction to the way of God and I don't know about you but I find katsu all over my heart regarding this issue, and it needs to be all of our regular prayers, unless you have already gone through this, that God would clean out the katsu with the Ford tractor, slowly, not all at once.
0: Thanks for listening to FCCI's Pathway to Purpose podcast. FCCI is a global movement of servant leaders who help each other lead companies for Christ. And the value of this content is greatly enhanced when you journey together with other Christian business leaders from around the world. Learn more at FCCI.org. And let others know about the great content you've discovered here on the podcast. Thanks for listening and leading a company for Christ.